organize those thoughts. Hmm, mm. What have I done this week? I know one thing I did this I week. I feel like you, I, it always takes you a longer time to remember what you've done this well, week. Well, because now, you know, I'm like put on the spot and I get, ner- you know, I get nervous. You know, I get shy. You don't seem shy or nervous. You know, I have stage fright. You do not have that. You know. All right. Right. How how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling like there. Oh, there was one other thing <laughs> that I did this week. I assume making the cut you watched. That's the one thing I oh. remember. What's the other thing I've been doing? You did your laundry. Oh, I remember. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I All right. Remember. So you're ready. I'm ready. All right. There are We're... two things. Neither are that exciting. All right. But uh, there are two things I did this week. It'll be your job to make them exciting <laughs> for right. the listener. You know I'm good at that. You know I'm good. Just like raise the pitch of your voice and talk really fast and people will be like, whoa, the energy. <laughs> well, I guess you're giving away all the secrets on this episode. <laughs> everyone knows how to do it, but. Can they effectively do it? That's the question. Mm. And do you yeah. feel you're effective? <laughs> Absolutely. <Okay. laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. And we're in the apartment still. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're singing. And yeah, the Full House theme song. That was oh. Full House, right? I don't remember. I, it sounds like Full House to me. Sure. One of those. Full House or Family Matters. Either one of the two. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely nothing's changed. Nope, this is still where we are, still yep. where we live, yep. still where we spend 99% of our time yeah, because absolutely. of the quarantine. Well, you want to know what I did? I got one, you know, when I go for my walks, mm-hmm. uh, my like sad quarantine walk where I kind of walk <laughs> nowhere and stay away from everyone. Yes. Um, I got one of those walking apps that like measures your steps and like mm. measures your miles and everything. And I realized that the my average walks that I go to on a regular basis, yeah. um, pre-quarantine, like I walk several miles a day. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And so that's just sort of like natural to me. I love it. I never knew it was that that my regular walks like to the grocery store and back were like that far. Well, now you, you know. know. So now I know that. How many miles? Uh, no wonder I look so damn good. You do look fine. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, you look fine. How many, oh, I like probably like two miles a day. There you go. Yeah. And then another time this Wait, week. Wait, would you go to the grocery store pre-quarantine once a day? Um, like once every couple days. Interesting. Yeah, and but you know, there's also like I go to you know my boba places, which is like back and forth equals almost a mile, and like the restaurants I go to around in the area, you know, it's like a mile, like a mile. All day, right, pretty much. Yeah. So hey, I'm living the life, guys. I assume those boba places are closed. They're not like takeout. Can you take like pick up boba right now? You can pick up boba. Oh, you yeah, can pick it yeah. Up. You just okay. can't sit there and drink the boba and do your work, which is where I like to do my work. Which mm. is, I haven't been able to do my work. Well, you can still do it in the home. There's places in our house. I hate can... doing work at home. Well, sweetie, I absolutely hate it. What there are too many distractions. Have? I have zero choices. <laughs> and people are like, do it at a park, and I'm like, where are the outlets at a park, girl? Get out of here. It's exhausting. It's hard when you have an older laptop. We we do. You yes. know, it's you know when you have an elderly laptop, you need somewhere to plug it in. It's yes, not because like it dies. We're off that battery for hours on end it's not happening and we work so vigorously that the laptop just gets such a workout i know you know we're such hard workers that is us (laughs) so have you do you feel like you've gotten better at working from home during the quarantine time i would say so yeah yeah look at you you're growing yeah i mean because i have to yeah it's like you know getting thrown into a pack of lions you got to survive or die. <laughs> so true. I am choosing to survive. I think that's a good choice. To get it done. Yeah. That's very you strong. You know, been, been walking. I went on a six mile like walk. I remember you like, telling me that. Ago. Ooh, it was 
Great. And That's I w- wasn't winded at all. It was kind of hot, but okay. you know. What else did you do nice. this what week? What else did I do this week? I started uh, the new Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum show, Making the Cut. Started and finished, so, I assume. No, the final episode is, I'm assuming, next Friday. Oh, we don't know who wins yet. Okay. Yeah. I think we just have one episode left. I saw left. your tweet. I'm <laughs> not happy with the results of the two previous episodes. Okay. I, if you watch Making the Cut, you'll know what I'm talking about, but if you don't watch it, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. Who cares? Um, so there is, first of well, Esther should win. She's like the clear front runner. Is she still there? I assume. Yes, okay. she is absolutely. I think like the the fan favorite is Sander, who's like the younger guy. He's like young and funny, and his clothes are very creative and everything. But right. Esther is the one who should win, in my opinion. She's the one who's been the most consistent. Um, she knows her brand the most. She has earned that million dollar prize. All right, this a show, million dollars. Oh, this show is wow. hardcore. Not only do they get to des- design a line for Amazon, they win a million dollars. And if you win um, a challenge, each challenge, yeah. there's a winner and each winner's look gets sold on Amazon. Wow. So it's like there's real incentive. And it's it's a very different show from Project Runway because they um, uh, the, the designers are a little more established mm-hmm. as brands. Right. It's all the show is instead of being about like sewing or who can do this the fastest or who can make a dress out of tires. <laughs> it's like who can brand themselves the best and who has worked towards their brand the most and who do we want to give a fucking million dollar right. prize to? Um, and in my opinion, that is Esther. She has worked the hardest for it um, throughout her life. And now that you're but, at um, the end of the season, do you have a favorite between the two shows? Oh, I don't know. They're very different because Project, my one, there are a couple problems with making the cut. I do like it a lot, but Project Runway, you get some good drama between Mm, the contestants because the contestants in making the cut are a little like more established and they're a little more like, I don't really need this show. Uh, And they're a little more mature in Mm -hmm. their careers. Yes. But the people that they get on Project Runway are sometimes just batshit crazy. And so there's more drama between the contestants. Um, Also, another problem with making the cut that they need to get rid of now Mm. is they go on every couple, every probably like 20 minutes, there's like a segment where like Heidi and Tim do something. I saw a little clip of that. They like, it's like, I do not need to see five minutes of Heidi and Tim fencing in Paris or going to the Moulin Rouge. It's like, it's. I I fast forward through it. I haven't watched it in episodes, but yeah. I just saw them on the street somewhere like doing a full improv bit about some word Heidi didn't know. And I was like, what yeah, is this? That was like the very first thing. And I was just like, oh, cute. <laughs> and then they started doing more and more of that. And I was like, oh, no, we're, we're getting rid of this. Because yeah. I feel like we don't get to know the contestants as much. But, yeah, no, I'm very upset because uh, Megan was just eliminated. Okay. And Megan has been consistent the entire season and very good and absolutely deserved to make the top three. And yeah. she did not. It was very upsetting. But you want to know what else I've been doing this mm. week? Um, I have been diving into I've never listened to a Rihanna album in full. What? You so had it? I haven't. So I've been listening to Rihanna's discography. Oh, no. That means you had to start from the beginning. Uh, the beginning <laughs> wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. Yes. It's obviously when we get to go Girl Gone Bad. I mean. We're just like, oh, we're in a different stratosphere here. But I, I've forgotten how much I like the song Unfaithful. Oh, so that song like, is, even though great. like some of it's like, okay, this is very overwrought. Of course. <laughs> (laughs) Yes, but still, you're kind of just like, I forgot about this song, and I really like it. Yes. I mean, 
I want to be a murderer. I enjoyed the albums enough to for me to understand like, oh, this is why she became Rihanna. Right. This is why. Where are you now? Over. I just ended Good Girl Gone Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, you know, is an excellent album. It takes a dip in the middle. <laughs> what is the middle? The middle is uh, Hey How Much I Love You. Oof. And then the song after Hate How Much I Love You. Um, uh, it starts with an S. It's like. Don't be Sammy Candy. No, no, Summer oh, Candy is very Summer fun. Summer Candy's great. Summer Candy's fine. Summer Candy like a in the mind. I love that song. Summer Candy, no, it's, um, uh, Say It. Oh, Say It. Say It, yes. Say It's Not Great. Yes, I remember yeah. you talking about how much you don't like Hate That I Love You, but I, I dislike Say It much more. <laughs> hate How Much, Hate That I Love You is just, just so not, basic and so nothing, and there's yeah. so many songs at the time that sounded like it that were so much better. Yeah. Um, oh, but there? It does pick up. There's some good songs oh, after those. Yes, Come on. there are. I mean, let me get that. Let me, let me. Get I love that. that. Is so good. I really like Rehab. I like the title track. Disturbia, yes. obviously. The Maroon 5 song is no. I no, mean, you no. know we're in the deluxe. Yes, I know. Right? Okay. But like still. And of course, Take a Bow and yes. Disturbia. You know, put on like quite on a show. Yeah. So so that's what I've been doing. Maybe I love car, that. Rihanna walking. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good quarantine time. To yeah. Me. What have you been doing? What have I been doing, darling? I, um. I've been working on a lot of music. Uh, I've downloaded several video games for the Switch, mostly mm-hmm. uh, just board games and card games that like I don't feel like busting out and playing and or we don't have. So mm-hmm. I downloaded the Switch version of Monopoly and played yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, you've been playing that. It's very fun. I also downloaded the Switch version of Uno, which was like um, $4.99. <laughs> oh, I imagine you screaming at the television from now until the end I time. mean, I'm expressive. You know this, but it's a very fun game. It's very fun on Uno the Switch. Uno is just one of those games where I'm always just like, in the middle of it, I'm always just like, this isn't as fun as the people I around me. It's fun. I think it's fun. I think people take it too seriously. And I I'm mean, like, calm down. It's. I think you can take it too seriously, but I enjoy it. It's. I think it's a fun. You know how you know? much I am not into games. Period. I know, but you've been every night. You have a freaking game night. You say you're not into a game, and I swear you've been on more it's, game I, nights. I more so just enjoy chatting with my friends on Zoom. Right. But like, once we play like the fifth round of you know whatever, I'm kind of just like, can we just like talk? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so I did that. I also downloaded Luigi's Mansion Three for Switch, and that's been a very good game so far. I just started it, but it's like the only legit game I've bought because the other two were like silly wannabe. Just like these were on sale, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moments, uh, Luigi's Mansion was not on sale, but it is great, and I'm very much enjoying that. Been working on music, um, you know, working out indoors, still trying to keep up with my three workouts a week. Mm-hmm. Been doing that, and you know, staying inside like we should be doing, and looking at the news and seeing people it's, riot. Like people, I mean, I take <laughs> solace in the fact that it's just like. I have faith that most pe- most people are staying inside. I feel like it's just that we're documenting all of these sort Crazy of people. parades, yes. and that, and so that's the reason why we're seeing so many of them. It's so upsetting. It's it's just like you absolute psychos. You, My like, favorite thing is when they're just like coronavirus is a hoax, but they're wearing masks. I know. It's like clearly you don't think it's a hoax. Yeah, you idiot. And it's like the signs are just so bad. It's just like let me work. Yeah. And it's like I like, need a haircut. Land of the free. I need a haircut. And it's, it's like, like girl, like, me too. Yeah. But. <laughs> It's like we all understand the the needs for these things, but would you rather be alive? Do you see that like yeah. tens of thousands of people had, have died? Like, don't, when, is that not worth it to you? Yeah. And but just like, like how disrespectful to the people who are like risking their exactly. lives to work, who would much rather be stuck in home with their families. Yeah, and you're just extending the time that they'll be working overnight, th- thirty six hour shifts and shit, just because you want to be outside like banging on some windows. Yeah, and fighting it's to just get absolutely psychotic. Like, do you know how bad fucking New York? city is I right know, now like it's, it's awful it's it's because you know you think it's bad around the country 
you, but then you look at New York City compared to the rest of the country and you're just like, oh my God, this is absolutely devastating. And it's like all you're being asked to do is to stay inside. Yeah. Like that's really all it is and you can't even do that. You feel like this is a violation of your rights, the people that are trying to keep you alive. Yeah. It's just like, I can't. And it's like, I get it. Like you're tired of your kids or whatever. You want them to be back in school and <laughs> right. also you don't want them to miss their childhood milestones. You know, like the kids that are graduating yes. or and that's moving sad, on to sure. middle school or high school. But you know what I'd like? Sad, but I would like my kid to be live. Exactly. That's what I would like. Hello. And I would like my kids' teachers to be alive. Like, I, it's just disgusting right. the way that some of these people are acting. I know. But it's I mean, just like, we're preaching to the choir. I, I, mean, I, I hope <laughs> we are. If you're not the choir, then you should turn this off because we're not going to listen to if you. If you're not the choir, side. then start warming up and join the choir. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I mean, I was telling that still before. We're having a thin, thin news for idiots today. Well, so hey, It's been a week of me walking, so it's not the only thing that's thin, darling. Okay. That was a reach, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's jump in. And the first thing I had to talk to you about when it happened, I couldn't even save it for the podcast because it was just so insane. Britney Spears Mm -hmm. (laughs) went on Instagram Mm -hmm. and danced. Yes, of course. We love it when Britney's dancing. I mean, it was a lot of turn. It was like she even said, I'm not really dancing. So she wasn't really dancing, but she was kind of posing and dancing to um, a song by her ex-boyfriend, Justin Timberlake, entitled Filthy, which is horrible. And her (laughs) caption for this was, this is my version of Snapchat or TikTok or whatever. The cool thing you're supposed to do these days is emoji, 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 exclamation. As you can see, I'm not really dancing, folks. I'm just very bored. P.S. I know we had one of the world's biggest breakups 20 years ago, but hey, the man is a genius. Great song, JT. P.S. If you know what's good, winky tongue out face and it's like whoa (laughs) okay I'm all down for Britney Spears doing a dance I'm all for Britney Spears having fun on Instagram I'm all for even Britney Spears for letting bygones bygones and and being kind to an and dancing to Justin Timberlake's music but But. the fact that it is A. a song that came out over two years ago and B. a song that came out over two years ago that is Terrible. Truly awful. Like, like, not a hit in any region of the world. Like, not good. Not critically acclaimed in any way. Which almost makes me think, is she mocking him? <laughs> like, maybe. I mean. She could be playing music of his that was popular. She could have been even dancing to, you know, Can't Stop the Feeling, his last hit. Yeah. And she's not doing that. Yeah. She's or doing, something else on that album. Because, like, you know, that album dreadful. reason I like. But, like, yeah. you know, there were some relative highs on that album. Yes. So, it's just so interesting that yes. that is... I think it's really fun. I mean, and then Justin responded. He has like a, you know, laughing, crying emoji and praise hands emoji. Was he dancing to a song from Glory? Because he should have been. He because definitely it is have. the far superior album. I and mean, he should be promoting it. He absolutely should be. Jamie Lynn commented something like, "I know that the blogs are writing up something quick about this, but you stay cute and stay dancing and living your life." And I was like, "Oh, I love how supportive Jamie Lynn is. Obviously, they're sisters, but like, <laughs> queen. <laughs> I just love that she was Britney's first stand. You know, I'm yeah. happy to be. She stands harder than all of us. I mean, she does. She does. But I." I mean, I just, I, I wonder if it was even a little bit shade about how bad that song is and the fact that no one listened to it, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe she doesn't even know. Maybe she just likes the maybe song. she just likes the song. And, you know, I, I love that for Britney. I love her making, you know, letting bygones be bygones, but man, oh man, any other song. I, <laughs> any I, other I would song. be all down for this if he, if he uh, paid it forward and danced. Absolutely. To, but uh, I mean, um, do you want to come over? Do you think <laughs> Jessica Biel would be okay with that? 
I well, Britney's boyfriend, her hot yes, but he was like okay with three years old when they it. broke up. He didn't oh, know man. anything about this. Wow, he really, <laughs> he really was. Oh, wow. He really was. Like, how old is Sam? Oh, good for Britney. I know. Good for her. So I, I guess we'll all just keep looking at Britney Spears' Instagram. If Justin posts something on Instagram, tell us because of course we're not following him. But I'm sure we'll hear about it if he posts something about Britney. So yeah. fingers crossed. I'd love that. I'd love. I feel like the quarantine time is the time to reconnect with people that like you wouldn't be seeing in real life anyways. It's like when uh, P Diddy recently got an Instagram live and danced with J-Lo and A-Rod. And it's like, look at these exes interacting with one another. Well, in I, that is always, maybe I should like reach out to my ex. No, and, mm, and not what I said. Dance to our song. No, fuck that guy. <laughs> not kind that of like guy. a slow song. So it wouldn't I'm trying really to think of if there's a man that you date. I just feel like there are men that you've dated that are probably fine. The yeah. ex is not fine. But I once, are, once I dated ish uh, like really a huge Katy Perry stand, so maybe I should like whip out Bon Appetit, right? And, you know, but isn't he? I think he's that. married, and I don't know if that he's married. That, so is Justin. Who's Justin? Justin oh, Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. I've already forgotten about him. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, you know, I know it's been uh, seven years. <laughs> Has it been seven years? Seven years. Since- yeah. I almost said his name, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I know it's been almost seven years, but let by go my guns. <laughs> I know you're married And then dance the bone like an old <laughs> Katy Perry song. I would love that for both. An old, too. like, not good Katy Perry song. Bon Appetit's the perfect choice. It's really good. Um. So, okay, next up is, again, this is the second most important thing we're talking about today. Oh, no. <laughs> Demi Lovato oh. had an interview with Harper's Bazaar. And in a recent interview, apparently... Um, after Demi performed um, anyone at the Grammys, Selena left this comment on Demi's Instagram. I wish there were words to describe how beautiful, inspirational, and deserved this moment was. Demi, I'm so happy for you. Thank you for your courage and your bravery. And Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez grew up together in the whole Disney circuits Mm -hmm. and all of that, and they were friends from a long time ago, but I don't know that they've been close recently. Uh, On Harper's Bazaar asked uh, Demi Lovato about this, and uh, Demi said, when you grow up with somebody, you're always going to have love for them. But I'm not friends with her, so that Instagram post fell dot 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 she said stopping mid-sentence before adding I will always have love for her and I wish everybody nothing but the best which is a very Mariah way of saying I hate that girl <laughs> wow I know Come and on, so just be like thank you exactly it's like that was very sweet of her we're not in contact but like clearly there was some sort of serious falling out and there was some sort of um there's still lingering anger there which we find out because earlier I believe today Demi Lovato's private Instagram was found so uh, she has a private <laughs> a lot of celebrities have things called Finstas so they have their regular Instagram account for the public but then Finstas where they can like just have their family and friends follow and they can post private things and you know like private things oh, and do all of this fun. very fun <laughs> so Demi Lovato's was found uh-huh. and so even though she's you know saying like all these things that like oh we're not friends so that was kind of weird but like trying to let bygones be bygones on her fence up uh demi lovato has liked about a million uh pictures of demi lovato holding up a magazine with demi and selena on the front of it and selena's face crossed out i've seen that picture yeah. yes uh she also there's a picture of um anyone being number one on the uh the itunes charts and someone wrote writing underneath you didn't even have to go to walmart and buy your own copies that's what i'm talking about so apparently they thought selena gomez did that and then she commented ha 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 savage and um then she posted a caption of that whole thing in harper's bazaar about that whole call about like not liking selena gomez or whatever and she Mm -hmm. said ha 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 oops i really did try to keep my fucking mouth shut i swear 
<laughs> my like, oh my. And then there's like a picture of uh, a Photoshop picture of Selena and Demi like leaning on each other. Uh, at the Grammys or something and she responds or she posted the whole picture and this would never hash happen hashtag Photoshop I just wonder like what could have possibly happened because I, I don't I know. know what goes on in these girls daily lives right that would create this hostility towards each other. I don't know. And you would think because Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato these days are both so open about their mental health struggles that you'd think they'd be able to like come to some understanding or like even if we had bad blood back at that time, mm-hmm. we were both going through it. So maybe let's like Justin and Brittany let bygones be bygones. But clearly Demi is mad. I well, twenty years from now, uh, Demi will be dancing to I don't know what's what's a bad Selena Gomez song. Um, there are some. <laughs> <laughs> who says that? That's who like, says is awful. That's the who says. Okay, yes. Twenty years from now, she'll be dancing. Who says being yes. like? I know, like we had a huge falling out twenty years ago, but man, this song's ahead. This song's ahead. This song's a bop. Yeah. One um, day, I'm gonna like find like a song of yours that you hate, and twenty mm, years from now, just post myself dancing. I mean, <laughs> but but we'll still be like friendly, and so I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't know that. We could have a falling that's out. That's true. The falling out's coming. Get ready. I mean, we have been stuck in an apartment together. That's before. true. Over a month. I love that you have a friend who was like, you know, kind of getting sick of their roommate or whatever, or their roommates. And they're like, are you and Matt Palmer not getting sick of each other? And it's like, no, no. we're fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I guess our apartment's kind of big. We can be in our own quarters, but like, we see each other. You have your wing. I have mine. We love a wing. You've seen the apartment tour, guys. There are wings galore. But it's like, I feel like we live very well together. It's very easy. It's just like, we're very, you know, low drama. For as much as we're bitchy on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely fight more, like, in front of a camera than than in real life. (laughs) And only, like, one of those fights was ever real. That one when we were moving. And I, oh, oh, yeah, that fight in front of the camera. I was thinking about the fight that we had that I didn't realize was a fight. It was just because you had just woken up from a nap. Oh, that wasn't on camera. Yeah, that wasn't on camera. (laughs) But, But that was, like, the only other time I was just like, oh, he's genuinely mad. I was mad. I don't even remember. It was like I had woken up. Yeah, you had woken up. <laughs> I had woken up from and a you nap. Were very mad. I was upset. That's, well, what, that's you... why I thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I just wake up, things are uh, very blurry. When for me. I, oh, when it's like when I wake up from a nap, I cannot see anyone for no. at least an hour and a half. I had an old roommate who thought it was very funny that I wasn't a morning person. So whenever mm-hmm. I woke up, I'm like, "Hi, Matt. How no. are you?" And no. it's like. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yes, <laughs> like absolutely. I can't, I need you to give me like 30 minutes to an hour. I think we understand this about yes. each other. Like yes. we are not no. just have woken up people, no. especially from a nap. No. For me in particular, because a nap to me is like, I desperately, my body needs this or it will die. <laughs> so I like succumb to it. Yes. And then you wake up like two hours later yeah, and, and you're so out of it. Yes. And you're you so just, groggy. You feel like you've been hit by a ton of bricks. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, no, 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 no. I will not acknowledge the outer world's existence no. for a while. Why would you? Yeah. So we, hey, we, hey, we get it. That's why we live well together. It's a good thing. Um, so did you see that your um, friend from up the street, Blue mm-hmm. Ivy Carter? Yes. <laughs> Posted my, my dining mate. Yes, your dining at so the spicy noodle place. <laughs> she posted a PSA mm-hmm. on her grandmother's TikTok. Yeah, she posted her. Or I believe Instagram it was her uh, doctoral thesis that she was <laughs> yes, defending. It's true. Um, and I, I, I guess she got approved for it, so we can all 
clap for her. How a, old a is Blue Ivy? Uh, old enough to get a doctoral class. I guess so. Oh, and so a, she did. I'm sure you've all probably seen like, oh, this is why we all need to be washing our hands during this whole virus thing. The pepper represents the virus. The soap represents the soap. Yeah. <laughs> and you like dip your finger in soap and you stick it in the pepper and water and the pepper spreads yes. out. I actually did that experiment when I was in fifth grade during like science week or whatever. Oh, love elementary it. school. I That was like a bunch of fifth graders had experiments mm. and to show kindergartners yeah. and everything. And that was my experience. Nice. Were they impressed? They, they were very impressed, but I didn't do it as well as Blue. I mean, Blue Ivy. I mean, no. What I, a wonderful I, speaker. I, a beautiful speaker. Oh yes. my gosh. And, and so I'm honored that like we both did the same <laughs> little science moment. I did the one where you like um, connect to um, like one liter size um, soda bottles and then you can like put water in it and like spin make them a around tornado. and make tornado. I'm telling you, that was in my like bathroom closet. I think maybe through high school and I was like, this shit is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I would just sit there and do it. And I was like, it's just so good. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> I read the one, the science, actual science fair that I won mm-hmm. that I was so proud of. It was, I you had, won a science I fair? I won a science fair. Oh my fair. God, a I brainy mean, like, bitch. Each grade had like a couple winners. <laughs> but like I went on to like the state level. Oh this is God. when I went on I didn't know. Yeah, I'm a you genius. should lead with that. BFA, shmefa. This is more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, it was my brother who came up with the idea, but whatever. Um, so I had a pet turtle at the time named Stevie and uh, I it was called Turtle Colors the experiment and I painted the inside of a box half black and half white and I put Stevie in the middle of the box and I uh, counted how many times she went to each side and sort of did a hypothesis on I think she's going to go to the black side more because mm. black absorbs heat and turtles need to be warm. Okay. My hypothesis was because I had science in my hypothesis, mm. that's why I won. Okay. Yeah, so um, <laughs> because my other two ones in fourth and fifth grade, I did not win. Mm. I think it's just because like, I think this will happen just because. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my, that was, yeah, I'm, me and Blue Ivy are Oh just my scientists. gosh. Well, I mean, you guys should all watch it. It's very adorable. Yes. And on the Beyonce front, there have been so many like live singing events at home that I've kind of not been paying attention to them, which is bad because I know they're all for charity. I don't pay attention to any it's of them. It's hard. Yeah. But there was a Disney one. Yeah. And uh, Beyonce, bravely, did a beautiful job performing uh, When You Wish Upon a Star. Is that bravely. <laughs> yes, because she, you know, got on camera. She like, but you know, I feel like Beyonce is very removed from the rest of us. So mm-hmm. when she does something like interacting with the people, it's brave, <laughs> you know. Sure. And she sounded she lovely. Didn't, probably didn't have a million people regulating like this is what no. the, the lighting looks and like. You know she, and you know she, you know Mariah Wood. So yeah, good so, for her, so and she great. sounded exceptional. I know Christina Aguilera performed as well. Mm-hmm. Did a nice job. Mm-hmm. Um, was this the same event that most of the High School Musical cast performed? We're all in this together. I don't know. And well, that also happened. Yes. And did you find it rude that Zach just introduced and wouldn't sing with them? It was something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just wonder. Like, is he just so? I think. It was the same thing. It was ABC's Disney Family Sing Along Special. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I wonder why he's so violently against it. I guess we just got to let it go. See, he's like violently against I mean, it. Like he wasn't like throwing. Things. He wasn't throwing things, but he just like does not want to be. Yeah, a part of a it. Part I don't of it. know. It's sad. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like I feel like we're at the age now. It's like we can all look back at this. We're, and have fun. We don't feel like we're too cool to do something. No, it's like if you're because he's what 30, 31. He's can't yeah, be too cool for he's school. Thirty one. Yeah, he no, can't. he's thirty two now. I think. Well, great. I'm glad you have his age on. I know. It, I, I'll, <laughs> let me take a wild guess. October seventeenth or eighteenth, nineteen eighty seven. I'm looking this up. Check and it up. It's right. O- or October seventeenth or eighteenth or October twenty seventh and twenty eighth. For some reason. Why did you ever know this? Uh, because. 
because of course I looked at his IMDb. Like I was a. But just because you've child. seen an IMDb, does, does that mean you've memorized their birthday? I check out their birthday. I mean, check out and remember what it, yeah. what, what were your guesses? I know it's October 1987. I'm guessing 17, 18, or uh, 27th, 28th. 18. You freak. <laughs> it's the 18th. Yes. All right. Was that my first guess? Who that I said? I don't remember what your guess was. Uh, we'll have back. But <laughs> I think it's crazy that you would remember that. I don't remember your birthday. <laughs> I know. And it's June. A, it, exactly two months from now. <laughs> oh, great. June 19th. 19th. Great. Yes. That was well, what I was. This will be uploaded the 20th. But, right. You know. But that was what I was going to say. All right. Of course you are, sure. <laughs> Ariana, I won't say I'm in love. I don't even know what that is. What song is that? From Hercules. Oh, I never Hercules. I keep, you know, Hercules I keep meaning to. Hercules has a very good music. I hear it's amazing musically. I hear it's yeah. amazing all the way around. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know, I, I've, I, I've ne- honestly, I've never seen the full thing either. I yeah. know someone who worked on it. So. Yes, yes. Yes, we love that. I, um... <laughs> It, I only know like the songs from it. I've never seen the actual movie, movie okay. in full. I think I've only seen uh, the muses like Hercules. Well, I mean, the muses are iconic. I mean, yeah. of course. And I mean, uh, Meg, the one who sings uh, uh, the song Won't Say I'm In Love, is, mm-hmm. she's the original Belle on Broadway. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, Small so, world. She's Susan Egan. Love Susan Egan. Yeah. What a queen. Much like Queen Latifah. <laughs> oh, what a transition. Oh, thank you so much. She went on uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk along with uh, the rest of her girls trip castmates. And I guess it was like a little girls trip reunion that they had via Zoom on Red Table Talk. And the Queen Latifah, they went around talking about who their uh, celebrity crushes were. Mm. And Queen Latifah said oh, uh, no. that she, her celebrity crush was Adriana Lima. Oh my God. And uh, I oh like the girl. She's a Brazilian model. She's a cutie. She got some fire too. Has she ever come She's out never. officially? No. This is her coming out. I mean, we all. I, oh my God. I mean, I'm, the thing is, we. I never thought this was going to happen. Yeah. I thought we were just going to see her on beaches with girlfriends and wives and we would never get any sort of confirmation Did, or and, discussion. And she didn't say like, oh, my girl crush was this. No. Like me trying to play it off. Like I don't kidding. think so. There were no, wow. I, we went around talking about the crushes. No man was mentioned from her. I don't think. Wow. Amazing. Wow. I mean, it's 2020. This the is things, great. I know the things we never thought would happen are happening. And also I have a straight female friend who the only reason I know Adriana Lima's name is she was so obsessed with her. So I guess she's a very pretty girl. Very, what was she on? In, no, she's in, a model. She's, so a she's model? in like oh. Victoria's Secret fashion. Dress. Oh, okay. I mean, I'd have a crush on her too if yeah. I was into Victoria's Secret same, fashion model. Same. I mean, she so must be really hot. I'm sure she is. And we, you know, I think if they got together, it'd be beautiful. But I think Queen Latifah is married and or has a serious girlfriend or something. Okay, I don't yeah. think she's married. Who, know, how, Who knows? How would we know? Check her fake Instagram. I know, account. right? We gotta check find her, her personal. We gotta find her, her finsta. finsta. <laughs> gotta find her finsta. Check her finsta. Oh, but in sadder news for a lesbian. Oh no. <laughs> Apparently the. Ellen stage crew are upset about their treatment during the pandemic shutdown. This has come out in variety over the past oh, week. Wow. Crew members say that they were left in the dark about their pay and employment status for two weeks in late March and early April, wondering if they would have to file for unemployment. They didn't find out uh, that Ellen was building a set at her house until April 2nd when other people on the show posted about it on social media. Some of the crew members have been with the show since uh, it started airing. Um, basically, Helen, Ellen hired a non-union group to replace them doing the technical work on the in-home show. Whoa, going non-union. It's one of those things. Uh, The crew member's pay was first reduced from 10-hour days to... For eight to for ten hour days from to four eight hour days, then down to two eight hour days. Rumors about hours being uh, restored circulated after Variety inquired about pay cuts and non communication. So, I feel like Ellen has been getting some bad press between um, 
I feel like there was that Twitter thread of like list all the mean things Ellen's done to you. Yeah. And then there was uh, right when she did do her at home specials where she was like, being here is just like being in a jail because I can't leave and everyone's gay. And everyone's like, Ooh. oh, yeah, she had the quarantine's been and rough. for It Ellen. has been a war, rough quarantine for her. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like there have been loud rumblings that she might be not everyone's favorite. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't realize it was all going to come to the head. Yeah, the hiring of a non-union. Well, I mean, well, the thing is, like, would a would the union allow uh, like set people to go to another house right. and do this stuff. But like, when, I imagine the union wouldn't allow them to. But do it. if you had a full ass crew like that mm-hmm. had been with your show for years, maybe a decade, if not more, oh, they should have been. They should have been compensated. They should, they should have known about what was happening with their pay as, totally, soon as possible. Totally for a show as big as Ellen. For yeah, it, they should have had their shit together as far as yeah. that goes. Yeah, uh, crew members reached out to peers on other shows and found out that Jim, Jimmy Kimmel was paying employees out of his pocket until. ABC took over and last week uh, tonight with John Oliver full frontal with Samantha B and Deez and Merrill are paying full rates and communicating well. WB says daily talk shows are different. Variety notes that Ellen is paid over $50 million a year. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh Variety but well, it's it's hard out there. Alright Ellen. I know. You're gonna have to work hard once this is all over to I like know. do a lot of really nice things to build up that rep again. I know. I know. It's all true. So yeah. everyone you know watch out for Ellen if you're on her you know payroll. Make sure you get that check. Make sure you get that Make check. Make sure you get that check. Uh, do you have any more news for the people? Oh, gee. Oh, God. The the Broadway actor Nick Cordero. I didn't. Yeah, I saw Devastating. that. No, Broadway actor Nick Cordero um, ha- had, you know, I guess caught coronavirus a couple weeks ago and right. has been doing very poorly. Um, Is he in a coma? Yeah, I think he's in like an induced like sedative state okay. or something. Okay. Um, but apparently like he started getting blood clots and so then he was put on blood thinners and apparently something crazy happened with that and a bunch of stuff just happening beyond coronavirus right. just with his, you know, um, legs. Yeah. And uh, he has to have, he, well, I think yesterday he, he, he had, had the surgery it, yeah. where he had his leg amputated. Yeah. Um, so just like devastating. I know. I know there's a GoFundMe going around where I think it's raised over $250,000 for him because he has a wife and like a, a young child, like a, a toddler. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, that's the sad Broadway news yeah. of the, the coronavirus yeah. happening. So yeah, if you, if you find the GoFundMe, you should definitely, you know, donate to it. I just can't, which is why like hearing that next to the people who are like, oh, I'm protesting oh this, my this is real, I want to go back to work. It's just like, Look at look around you. Look yeah. at the world outside of your bubble for yes. one second. Like this is like, a Broadway performer who danced and yeah. and now he can't. Yes. Like this was his life yes. and now he doesn't have a it's fucking life. Horrible. So yeah. I hope he I wish him a speedy recovery. I you know, this is just such a devastating time, but we hope that he gets out of this okay. You know, a lot of people are amputees and live huge, fulfilling lives. I'm sure he will as well. But I just, you know, it just heart breaks because it's yeah. like this is this didn't have to happen if we had yeah. leadership that was competent. Who knows how things would have shaken out? So <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll be back soon <laughs> with more Two Game Mats podcast. Yes, your faves. Yes, we're on to email my heart, which is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys may have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. So the first email comes from Kenneth. And this is very exciting because uh, he says, email my heart from Guam. Yo, oh, I know. Crazy. I mean, we're international. What can we say? International, but like not really. Yeah. It's like kind of America. But right. It's. Yeah, what, what would we 
I don't know. I don't know how. I think Kenneth's less embarrassed of our country than we are. I, I, yeah, I mean, I hope so. I, I, it's good that he's safe out there. Exactly. You know, um, that's interesting because they Guam votes in the primary, but I don't think they vote in the general election. Really? Yeah. Huh. I know. I have to ask Kenneth about that. I don't know how it works. Kenneth, <laughs> email us and ask us and uh, let us know how it works. Please. Um, so he says, congrats. The wise words of the two mats has reached across the pond or rather the Pacific all the way to Guam. Please tell me you've heard of it. Yes, we have. Of course. Uh, yes, come on. Uh, anywho, thank you guys for always keeping me entertained. I came across your YouTube page after watching your Britney VMA performance reaction videos. I agree with everything, every single word, including how Britney needs to get rid of those heels and back into those sneakers. It's all about the sneakers. I hope you guys are staying safe and indoors. It's so funny I came across your podcast because me too. I've recently had to move out of my apartment because my landlords were selling the place. I got, oh, uh, and I got laid off at my job at the restaurant due to this goddamn pandemic. Oh, uh, I'm with you there, Kenneth. Um, sorry. And I too am obsessed with Mariah and the Spice Girls. Kenneth is awesome. <laughs> I know. He's kind of like us. Um, wow. Seriously, my dad must have knew his only son was gay because he would buy me the Spice Girls tapes with their music videos along with their posters. I was always ginger. Duh. <laughs> I love Kenneth. I know. Okay. Guam sounds like a great place. Um, I recently signed up for your Patreon even with the last few bucks I have left until this stimulus check, check gets in. Thank you, Kenneth. That's very sweet. Um, would love to hear your thoughts on other albums such as Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Love it. should talk about. I mean, yeah, we should. Absolutely. Iconic album yes, for uh, real. Daydream in the Zone, B-Day, to name a few. Uh, sorry if you have already reviewed these and I missed them. No. No, we haven't reviewed any of no, we're, we're waiting for uh, to hit 100 patrons before we react to all the Beyonce albums. Right. Yeah. Um, also, if you had to... Okay, this, so this is Kenneth's question. If you had to cast your Dream Divas live group, who would you pick for your lineup? Like, Avi, the 1998 one was the most iconic show and like 2009 had Adele literally a year after she debuted. I didn't mm. know that. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, I think to fulfill the genres and to get killer collaborations, I think I would pick, assuming everyone would in fact show up, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Pink, Kelly Clarkson, Adele, Carrie Underwood, and Mariah Carey, she would take the Aretha spot. Mm. Lovely alter alternates, Ariana Grande and Alicia Keys. Thank you, uh, That's Karen. great. Okay, so... We did our homework. Yeah. We picked our divas. Yes. I don't know how many like divas are in this divas live show. They're okay. Um, but they, they... I picked like six and okay. then they're hosts. Okay, great. <laughs> so you do yours and I'll do mine. Okay. So um, I wanted to round out some genres, but you know, mostly leaning towards Broadway for my diva show. Um, so the show is hosted by Angela Lansbury and Julie Andrews. They okay. co-host together. Great. Um, so we have some Cheetah Rivera to give us some dancing, to give us some, you know, old older Broadway moments. Mm -hmm. We have Rebecca Lou to give us some soprano moments. We have Anne Harada to give us some uh, Broadway belty funny lady moments. Mm. Uh, of course, Fantasia shows up <laughs> and does what she does, which is, you know, be amazing. Uh, Whoopi also shows up and does just some stand up. OK, yeah, so, so she's not even just introducing someone. She just does stand. up. No, that's because that's because she's a diva, but like not a singing diva. She's a, a stand up comedian diva. Okay. So uh, I think that should be included in the divas. <laughs> okay. And then why not bring Lady Gaga on stage? <laughs> what is this show? <laughs> well, because it's like if I'm going to have a pop person, I want it to be Lady Gaga because I find her interactions with people not in the pop genre to be like really entertaining. They are something. <laughs> so I'm obviously putting Lady Gaga in to do some duets with Anne Harada and Rebecca Luca or something. All I think right. that would make for very interesting chemistry. So yeah. So that's my diva show. I love that for yeah. you. 
Um, mine is a tribute to Mariah Carey because okay. it's the fucking time that we have one. I, we've, they've done one. I believe there was like a BMI or ASCAP. One of those performing rights organizations had like a tribute to her that was not televised, but was very good. She hasn't gotten the Kennedy Center honor yet, has no. she? Mm, it's time. She's like Carol Channing hasn't gotten it yet. It's time. Well, yes. Well. Okay, don't remind <laughs> I, I didn't you set me up, but I didn't take it. Um so Mariah would of course be the headliner. Mm-hmm. But starting from like opening act to the you know, pre-headliner, we ha- I think Tori Kelly, Jordan Sparks, and JoJo should do something together. Okay. And they could do like because they're all huge Mariah fans, maybe not the biggest names, but like incredible voices, big Mariah fans, like true lambs to the core. They could so they do should. like a fun like medley, like trio medley yes. of, of B-sides. Yes. I would, I would <laughs> love that. That'd be amazing. I don't know if they'd let us do it, but I think that'd be great. I think Jennifer Hudson should have a solo mm-hmm. moment belting out like a hero or something. Um, I think there should be some dudes involved. And so uh, both Joe and John Legend, who have collaborated Mariah in, a, in the past could perform some of her songs. I've actually seen uh, Joe performed We Belong Together at that BMI showcase thing and it's truly the best cover of We Belong Together I've ever heard. Like he okay. gets to that final chorus and you're just like holy shit. Oh I think I've heard this before. Joe can sing his face off and you can't really tell all the time on his records but it's just like man he does it. He does it great. I think uh, Solange and Maxwell should duet on like a more airy like head voice Mariah song like have them do Underneath the Stars together okay, or The Roof. Beautiful. Like something very pretty and then we're getting to the main event okay and i feel like we got to get kelly clarkson in there mm-hmm. doing a whole moment a whole set we she'll got, start crying and she'll be like i'm sorry i just i love her so i much. think that would be amazing we need that i think then we go to uh you know third build ariana grande okay and since they have mended fences i think it could happen i think that'd be wonderful then of course second in command beyonce who famously has said lest we forget uh, that's when I knew I wanted to be a singer was when she heard Vision of Love. So, hey, she could even do Vision of Love. I would even Amazing. let her do Vision of Love. And then it ends with Mariah floating down. <laughs> <laughs> and with men helping her. Hot, very hot, No, no hot men. men helping no her. one else. How's she going to get down the she's, stairs? She's not going downstairs. Okay. She's coming from the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> and she's being like <laughs> down in like a big swing, like the daydream, like tour, like very angels advocate. I see Mariah's nervous smile she's, now. Yes, <laughs> she'll be very like, <sighs> like holding her to her angle and she'll do it right. She'll come down, do a 30 minute set. Okay. <laughs> and okay. then the show ends. Okay. And like people can come on, I guess, at the end and like sing background for her when she wants to sing at the end. She'll do these make are, it make it happen at the very okay, end. Okay, these are my background singers. Exactly. Beyonce. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Ariana, these background singers like, these are, are very my background good. Singers. We're doing make it happen. <laughs> know your harmony. I think it's the time. I feel like it's definitely the time to give Mariah her own tribute show. So that lineup I think would be I think that's a solid stellar. lineup. I, mean, I I would watch it. It would be show. it would be a long show, but yeah. it would be worth every second. Absolutely. And I think Mariah would be cool with all those people. I didn't throw people in that I know Mariah wouldn't be cool with. So just thinking. So VH1, give me a call. I'm ready to. (laughs) Please, this can be on something bigger than VH1. This is Divas Lives on VH1. Oh, is it a VH1? (laughs) Yes, it's a VH1 show. Oh, okay. Sorry, VH1. (laughs) Didn't know that this was one of the requirements. It is. Okay. Uh, so the next email uh, comes from Cole. Uh, Cole says, hey, boys, first of all, Palmer, I started watching Family Karma because of you and I'm really enjoying it. Also, Brian it. is so damn fine. I'm so glad we agree, Cole. Uh, anyways, here's the question. What are your top favorite unreleased Beyonce songs for oh Cole? My. For Cole, he says it's what's it going to be is up there. A bop. Cool. Mm. Um, what's it going to be? What's that? I've never heard that one. 
I've heard it. It's not coming to mind immediately. I um, mean, I'm, it's, it's probably certainly, sorry, no offense, Cole, but I'm, I can't imagine it's, it's, uh, as good as Lost Your Mind. I mean, I, that was the first song that came to mind when I saw this email. Lost Your Mind, if you don't know, is a B-side from the B-Day era. It is one of Beyonce's loudest mm-hmm. <laughs> and brassiest songs. And it's just flawless. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know why it wasn't on the album. I feel like it could have honestly been switched out with Ring the Alarm. And I would have preferred Lost Your Mind. I, that's fair. Right? Yeah. Like, you... Must have, have lost, lost your mind. You must uh. have lost your mind. <laughs> um, there are a few unreleased uh, Beyonce songs that I really, really love. I'm trying to find the names of them just so I can remember. Um, I feel like there was one that was Forever to Bleed. I feel like if I don't know if that was the actual title, but Forever it was Forever to Bleed. It was another Ryan Tedder moment. Huh. And was that this was on, a good song. Was this on Sandra Fierce? It was, but that song <laughs> is like, actually that good. Like something that would be on Sandra Fierce. There's a song called Poison that was amazing that was going to be on Sandra Fierce as well. And um, I don't know if it ever got released on anything like a B side, like DVD collection, and like, oh, here are some songs at the end, but it's another great song. The Summertime is a song that I believe was a B side on uh, Dangerously in Love, but it also, I was on like maybe the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. I don't know why I'm remembering right, this. Bad Boys 2. And it was another great song. And I feel like I she actually did it live in her first shows, like on her Dangerously in Love tour. She would still sing Summertime and it's a great song. Another song on the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack that's excellent, which I guess is an unreleased, but like not on the studio album, is um Keep Giving Your Love to Me. Whoa, keep giving your love to me. Whoa, way you giving your love to me. Whoa, it's like you're making love to me. Whoa. Yes. Never heard it. But <laughs> excellent. it's cute. There are so Beyonce has so many great B-sides. I feel like we don't get as many B-sides from her, of course, now that things are so locked down in the Parkwood vaults. But mm. back when she was at Stuff would leak, bitch. Stuff would leak. And there was a lot of great listenable stuff there. So, like, I remember when Sweet Dreams leaked and it was called Beautiful Nightmare and the Leak. And I was like, this has to be the single. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. It was Single Ladies, which did great, but Sweet Dreams is a great song. I mean, Sweet Dreams is. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. I love how she's like, well, I'm going to change it and call it Sweet Dreams. I know. I feel like that's what Britney did on Blackout, too, because all of those songs leaked before. And then every song in that album has like a slightly different title than what the leak was. Because <laughs> I think Hot as Fire was Cold as Ice. Yeah. And like just stuff like that. And um, the, the, the title Perfect Lover, like I don't think I would call it Perfect Lover listening to that song. Anyways, great stuff gets unreleased and leaks all the time. So keep your, keep your ears peeled. Keep your ears peeled. The internet's out there for a reason, guys. It is. It is to... Uh, have us listen to unreleased songs. Exactly. Oh, so are we, are we ready for the final segment? Sure. I think we are. So Matt Steele, going into week six of our quarantine? Sure. <laughs> what in the past week has been giving you moments, darling? This is also a little thin, but <laughs> very, very deserved. Yes. Um, and also like a little mean and shallow, uh-huh. but I don't care because right. damn, when that stimulus check... Oh my- <laughs> Look, I realize I'm a piece of shit. I mean, for being like, yay, money. But also, like, people like money. It's fine. I mean, sure. But also, like, the, um, I discovered that I'll be getting. A lot more on unemployment than I originally thought I would. Oh <laughs> so my that gosh. was a really, you're just rolling. That was it. a good day, oh folks. And, you know, I'm not rich now, darling. I mean, yes, but it was a, a lovely, like, it was all in like a 24 hour span that right. all of this happened. And I was just like, oh my God, in a month of just nothing but sadness, hey. this is just 
giving me moments. <laughs> it's the thing. If we need to find the little things that are silver linings in this trying time, and you did. And it I think is. That's yay, I will be able to survive and pay my rent. Hey, and we love that. I love that as that, well. I know. <laughs> I think it's a plus for me too. And uh, Dirk, our uh, landlord, likes that. Yes, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he I'm loves sure that. He does. So thank you, Dirk. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Dirk. Thank you, taxpayers. Yes. Like, thank you. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say No, of course. No, no. no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a nice feeling of yes. security. Yes, we love security. Yes. And we love And also like fear because you know like when like really good things happen all at once you're just like oh what do I do with this? <laughs> Don't mess it up. Put it all in savings. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need to use it you should use it. Um, well, uh, what's been giving me moments is uh, a shorter it, it was a very short moment mm-hmm. but man it carried me through and I feel like people are probably going to be talking about this moment in Housewives history for a long time. The last two minutes of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere, when I talk, when people talk about cinematic excellence, <laughs> <laughs> they will be referencing the last two minutes of this. Is that the one premiere. I think you like gave me a preface of it where it was like they discover that Brandy and what's her name? Denise Richards. Denise Richards were having an affair. Yeah, it's that season. And, but it's like, okay, the way that it starts, which is just so excellent, the, the whole episode's pretty. It's not terribly interesting, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Garcelle Bouvet, who it was obviously on the Danny Fox show, huge black actress and amazing, truly an iconic get for the Housewives of Beverly Hills is the new housewife. And she had a great opening uh, episode and was so great to meet her. I think she's going to be the new queen because, of course, Kyle could never. Um, wow. <laughs> but then at the end of Kyle's like fashion show or whatever, it cuts to her in an interview. And it's like, we were all so happy then. And uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we were all so happy then, and I just can't believe I, it's impossible to imagine how bad it would get so quickly. <laughs> and then they go to black, and then the text pops up and says, In December, Denise Richards stopped filming with the group. <laughs> and they cut to all of the events that Denise is at, where she just like is like, No, I am not talking about this, and gets up and leaves, holds hand with her husband, and then tells her husband, like, shut the fuck up, don't say anything. We're mic'd, we're on camera, don't say a fucking word. And he's just like, <laughs> and like not saying anything. And it's what? like Hanukkah. And then Lisa Rinna runs out and follows her, and it's just like, well, Denise. I didn't get to talk to you. Why are you leaving? And she's like, I'm sure they'll fill you in. <laughs> and she gets in her car and flat drives away. And she's like, and they cut to her at another dinner. And she's like, I am a very married woman with like tears in her eyes. So she's trying to say, no, I did not have sex. With yes. Annie with that woman. Yes. Yeah. But, and then it's just like the way they cut it. It's so thrilling and frightening. And it's almost like, Oh, it's all in the yes! editing. Anything, it's yeah. all in the editing. And then they cut to, um, a more fourth wall breaking, which again for housewives, I always love it. I realize sometimes they might lean on it too much because it is very exciting when they break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. But they get Kyle on the phone talking to Lisa Rinna, and uh, Kyle's like, "Oh my god, did you see all the headlines?" And they cut to like the headlines about Brandy and Denise, mm-hmm. and then Lisa Rinna's like, "Yep, I bet you anything, we're never seeing Denise Richards again in life." She's not, and they're like, "Do you think she's coming to the reunion?" It's like, "No fucking way." Oh my god! And then they cut to uh, Denise Richards coming in to do her interview, and it's after all of this has happened. She's like all made up. She sits in the chair. And the producer's like, so, Denise, are you ready to talk about all this? And then she gets this, like, Grinch smile and, like, arches her eyebrow. And she's like, yeah! 
Yes. I'm so excited. And so she's going to talk about she's it gonna next talk episode. About, well, not next episode. Okay. This is, they're previewing I, the, se- the season. Oh, they, This I is like you, a I season preview. Like this will be weeks. And that's the thing I'm a little worried about. Like, is the season going to live up to this t- two minute trailer? Probably not. Of course. Tra- <laughs> movies are never as good as the trailers. But that, a lot of times. Those editors deserve a freaking Emmy for that. Because like I, I watched it so many times. Like I fast forwarded mm. my, my sling all the way through to the 59 minute mark and I'm just like I gotta see it that Grinch smile of Denise's while she has just a green screen backdrop because <laughs> she's giving her interview and they haven't like pasted her pretend background in there it's just like so iconic so she is gonna talk about she's gonna talk. Stuff, I bet the thing is but not still not film with the she I mean they've already filmed everything else after that She's going to talk about, I assume, the rest of the season. I think, my assumption just from now, I think the fans are going to rally around Denise. Because, like, honestly, even for me, it's like, I don't care if she did this. Uh-huh. I don't, even if she's lying about it, I don't really care. And she's making the show so good mm-hmm. by doing this. And I think she's going to go to the reunion. I think she's not going to pull Lisa Vanderpump. And honestly, as much as I love Lisa Vanderpump, her not showing up to the reunion, I think, has set a bad precedent for the housewives. Like... And as much as I don't like a lot of those Beverly Hills women, their whole thing is like, this is a job that we all signed up for. And yeah. I agree. It's a job. And why not show up to, to the def- thing that the most people are? Why not get the most screen time? Yes. And defend yourself. Like, yeah. just face it up front and be like, okay, it happened or it didn't. Or like, whether it happened or not, my kids watched the show. I didn't want this to be the whole thing. I realize you p- things come up that people don't want to talk about. But like, this feels over the line to me. And it mm-hmm. feels like you're like it's all of you against me and that's why I didn't want to deal with it like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a way that Denise gets out of this. Like, cause even if she's a villain, she still can be a fan favorite. Like, cause yeah, it's like of course. a lot of the thing, like, especially after everyone loves Lisa Vanderpump so much and feel like the rest of the cast ganged up on her last season. So it'd be pretty easy to get all of those pe- like fans on Denise's side. Cause mm-hmm. like they already have preexisting dislike for the rest of the women. So I think she's going to go to that reunion. I think she's going to sit there like a queen. I think she's going to be next Andy. I mean, I, I, if she goes, she will 100% be next man because mm-hmm. like she's the story. Yeah. And like, I mean, if she comes back, if she goes to the reunion and decides to sign on for another season, which I don't know if she'll do that. But if she does, mm-hmm. either, honestly, either way, Brandy's got to come back to the show. Like from oh, being yeah. a friend of causing all of this. I loved Brandy shit. on Celebrity Big Brother. She's <laughs> an actual mess, but like she's such good TV. Yeah. She's so good at the job. Yeah. Where it's, it's like, and I just think it would be great to have her there. I don't know. I just, I'm excited. And again, the first episode last season did a similar thing where they fast forwarded to the Lisa Vanderpump, Kyle Richards fight. And I was very excited for that season and it was an absolute disaster. So mm. who knows how the season's actually going to be, but man, those two minutes carried me through. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to see how the season plays out for I you as well. I, I hopes for you that this makes your quarantine. I hope it will. I yes. think it will. I you will. need to go back to loving Beverly Hills because for there was a period of time where like you really loved Beverly. I Hills. mean, those first two seasons, especially, but even the uh, first few, and then season five, which is which is the one where Lisa Renner breaks the glass. <laughs> You've seen that mm, yes. clip, yes. yes. Oh, so good. So, but then after that, it's been kind of a. Disaster. So, um, yes, I want it to be great again, too. So I have my fingers crossed that this is the beginning of a new era of Beverly Hills where mm-hmm. things are great. And I hope Denise shows up for that reunion because I'm glad she showed up for that, those interviews and smirked her way through them. Show, get them, Denise. Shows, shows can bounce back. I hope so. Just get rid of the Heidi and Tim uh, cutesy moments in <laughs> yes. uh, making the cut. Hey, you got it. There and you go. bring back Queen Megan. 
who was oh, oh I'm furious. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. So this is the first season. Yeah. Season we'll, we'll two. There. All your season favorites two. will make it through. We'll get there. Yes. Oh, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this was fun for you. I feel like this is always a nice little reprieve from the, you know, in-home quarantine that we're all living in. Yes. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Power Music. And at It's Matt Steele. And at Two Game Mats for both of us. Become a patron if, oh, my friend just joined House Party. <laughs> um, <laughs> become a patron at patreon.com slash Two Game Mats if you'd like more content from us every single week. Uh, go to youtube.com slash Two Game Mats for videos from us. There will be a Lana Del Rey review video up soon. Yep. And uh, we love you all. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back soon with another brand new 2K Mats podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.